Chris, I feel I should remind you that I do not believe that the position or the entire government should exist. That said, you'd be a fool not to pick me. I will walk deeper into the belly of the beast if it means I'm able to further limit reckless government spending. I mean, I have so many ideas. Some are simple, like take down traffic lights and eliminate the post office. The bigger ones will be tougher, like bring all of this crumbling to the ground. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on... Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So, where do you think it goes? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it... You're an idiot. Yay, hey, everybody. Yeah, you're an idiot. Hey, we did that the right way we this time. did. Very nicely done. Hey, everybody. Oh. This is my... I don't know what that is. That's your... I'm on That's video. video. Yeah. What's really funny is that I tell the kids when I do this class that... Because uh, they're <laughs> like, we'll be setting up a shot or something. They'll come running up and be like, hey. I'm like, hey, don't do that. And here I am. <laughs> the first thing Being a do. fucking jerk. Like, hey, everybody. And the so, first thing you do, yes, of course. I got to get it out of my system. It's the <laughs> kid in me. Um, so yeah. So uh, how you doing, man? Um, Happy as are you exhausted? Barely. I we are both exhausted, folks. This may be a little bit of time. This may be the first episode where Chris and I both fall asleep. Oh man! If that ever happened, <laughs> you we have to just stop. You can't fall asleep anymore because you're on camera. I know. Because you know that shit will go up on YouTube the next day. Oh, I know. And it'll just be freeze frame and be just... Uh, <laughs> I'll be like this. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> yeah, this week, um, for me, it was um, the lead up to the very important uh, employee award show yeah. at work. Do we get to see some uh, of that? Well, not yet. How'd they, it go? They have to... I'm getting... Jumping the gun. The story, huh? I'm telling a story. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, so there was um, Sunday I practiced here and, you know, tried to not throw up. And uh, Monday we went in and uh, we, we tried to do the sound check and blocking, but with 14 people, basically Parliament Funkadelic yeah. happened. <laughs> um, 14 people. Uh, sharing microphones with monitors and two people weren't there because they were one was sick and one was out of state two were out of state i think um so three people it was impossible to get the whole thing set up yeah um but we practiced a little bit i managed to um still fuck up the cues on my song 
consistency is important. Yep, yep. Thing is, we didn't have the second guitarist, and we didn't have the drummer. That was the tough part. Without the drummer, there was no timing. <laughs> I mean, everybody else could keep time, but there wasn't the, the as a bass player, what right. I listen for. I got to interrupt for one second. We yeah. have to uh, take off the censorship stuff in the chat. Oh, because one no one of Angie's things came up censored, and I'm hoping it's one of those times that I get called a sexy bitch. So I doubt it. Why? Hold on, I'm typing. Oh, you fucking cock! All right, so so did that just kick you out of the whole thing? No, it tells me I have to. Even though I'm signed oh, into the, the producer, yeah, I have to okay. sign into the stupid chat. Uh. That's silly. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> so we. Oh, Angie censored herself that time. I see. Oh, okay. But I still haven't taken it off anyway. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm sorry to interrupt your story. I just want to hear people's, you know, uninhibited comments. Okay. I think we got it here. Hold on. All right, that should take care of it. <laughs> well, hi, everybody who's in the chat room. We've got Jay. We've got Angie. We've got um, me. Frank. Yes, Frank's Frank. Frank. Frank is here. Yep. Frank is in the, his house. <laughs> yeah. I've never sounded whiter. I don't know I about that. that. I don't know about that. So you're going to monitor the chat for me, right? Because I'm going to do the engineering stuff for the other. Yes, for that the... means I'll look to the right every now and again. <laughs> okay. Um, so... so... You couldn't set up. People were missing. Yeah. So I go home Monday night and um, <clears throat> I me. basically don't go to sleep till four o'clock in the morning because I'm worried because uh, uh, unlike last year, uh, if people remember, um, I was just singing the second half of a song when we went from the traditional Johnny Cash version of Ring of Fire to the social distortion version of Ring of Fire. This yeah, but time, that was still a considerable bit that you did. It, mean, well, it was the it whole was, song. And yeah, it ended up being, so. But this time it was... It was me, yeah. Like with uh, with playing because now I can say what it is with playing shipping up to Boston. We the and and this was this every year it's worse. I gotta remember not to back up. I have pomade in my hair, so it looks all slick. Yes, um, he's a dapper Dan man. I am. I didn't do the today because it wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. Um, so. They were one of the one of the ladies was going to wear the long white gloves and the heart of the ocean necklace, right, and do the oh, whole okay. uh, "We're going to sing, my heart will go on" yeah. kind of thing. And then I'm supposed to get into an argument with Carl, um, who I just know Carl is like he's the head of marketing, right? But he he's like held in very high esteem apparently <laughs> because when uh, he started playing the intro to it. And she took it. She inhaled. She took. She took a breath, which was my cue to yeah. interrupt. I threw all the, the the music, the sheet music I had up in the air. And yeah, I played bass note sheet music. I wasn't fucking around this time, right? Uh, I seriously wasn't fucking around. I was making sure that I could look over and be like, "That's what I'm supposed to do." All right, fine. Um, I throw it up in the air and I go, "Oh, come on, Carl!" And I was told later that people actually went <gasps> in the audience and i'm like yes nailed it that's but awesome i was worried i was worried because you don't do that like that's that's like totally unprofessional yeah. right so so i'm like what i was worried about was losing 
the whole audience and having them basically be against me. Well, no, if anything, I think that they'd be like, what is this wild card going to do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thankfully. So, you know, we didn't rehearse exactly what we were going to say more <clears throat> the style of what yeah, we said so like it could be idea. it could be fresh and um it was it was fun because we had that power outage in cambridge which canceled yeah. our last full practice so the whole thing went well he, he's like um i'm sorry carl apologized to the audience he's like i'm sorry everybody this is totally unprofessional he's like we practiced this song i'm like yeah you practice this song with her we weren't in on these practices and i just took it from there um, because we had somebody dressed as a pirate that uh, would come in and interrupt the ceremony. Oh, really? So I'm like, hey, if the pirates are coming in and hijacking the ceremony, I'm hijacking this part of the show. Nice. And it all worked. And um, I got like three or four laughs out of it, which was pretty good, because then I had the audience on my side. Yeah. And Carl's like, well, I don't know what you want to do. Have you? What's what do you, What do you want to do? I said, all right. And I had watched the movie that I took this from the night before. I said, all right, let's do this uh, traditional New England sea shanty in the key of E. Everybody watch for the changes and try to keep up, Carl. <laughs> and then I hit the... Very well done. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's uh, that'll work. Nobody else got it. Um, so then I hit the open E for it. And then Ellen's graphic of the uh, Triceratops skull and crossbones comes up. And the audience actually reacted to yeah. it. And it was, I don't remember playing the song now. I remember I hit the wrong note for one part, but yeah. that's fine because it didn't matter. Um, but I nailed the cues every time because we changed the whole structure of right. it. There were solos for, for the individual players because it was the uh, nice. it was the, the encore. Yeah. Um, but the timing for it was, was, was good. We didn't have to like adjust it as it went along. And... Um, Walking out, more people actually talked to me that day than the entire two years, th three years nice. that I've worked there. And half of them were, I am so glad we didn't have to sit through that damn Titanic song. <laughs> like, all right, cool. so our plan worked. That's and awesome. one of the guys said, uh, well, we were all hoping you were joking because you don't cross car like that and then wake up in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. <sighs> Ooh, we're all afraid of Carl now. <laughs> yeah. No, Carl's a very nice guy, and to do that to him would be a total dick move. That's my gay twin brother's name. So, um, my boss the other day, <laughs> uh, we were talking about something, and um, and we were in his office, so like it was totally you know away from um, the public and everything. And I said, "Oh no, that's a subject that's uh, better talked about on my uh, on my podcast." I, I said, "I have podcasts for that stuff," and I he said, "Yeah, I've never listened to your show. What's it? What what?" And so over the two years, like, I've kind of got to know him. So I said, all right, well, people would describe me <laughs> as a pinko, commie, socialist, liberal, God-hating motherfucker. Atheist. I said that twice probably in there. And and he, like, did the put the finger to the chin thing. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't hear anything I disagree with so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, good, because it, it always had been kind of like we, we, you know, you feel each other out, yeah. you know, and that's the kind of sense I got from him. I said, so here's the basis of the show. I'll read an article about somebody complaining about socialism, and we'll end the whole thing with, I don't see why socialism's a bad thing. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I said, that's that's the 
pretty much the whole show on the political side. I was at um, I met Julie the other day for lunch at the mall, and we were just like at the food court, and I'm like, "Where are you? You know, what are you gonna get?" And um, she well, she asked me. She says, "What are you gonna get?" I said, oh, "I'm gonna try the new little Chinese place down in the corner there." And uh, I said, "What are you gonna get?" She goes. If I get Chick Fil A, you're going to give me a whole bunch of crap, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, fuck those guys. We're not yeah. giving them money. <laughs> yeah, or Denny's. So, and there was a part of me. It was just like, man, if ever there was a time for Frankie to repeat something I said, that would be it. Oh, for him to just pipe up with, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck those, those guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Uh, so I have a really funny Olivia story. Okay. So um, one, Olivia and I often discuss, you know, my religious non-belief and and all of that and all about you know things happen for a reason and karma and all that kind of stuff we 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 talk about that she's she believes in stuff she doesn't understand why i don't blah 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 yeah so that's just a little bit of background there so the other day i had to take um i had to go to the theater to pick up a little hand truck thing because i gotta move something so olivia said oh can i come with I said, uh, yeah, sure. Right. Um, she says, can we maybe swing by Starbucks on the way? I said, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. So we're getting, uh, you know, we're just cleaning up after dinner, getting ready to go. And then Lily chimes in. She says, dad, I'm done with my homework. Can I come with you guys? And Olivia and Lily have not been getting along very well at all. Okay. Okay. So, um, so Olivia causes this big, huge ruckus. No, I just wanted to go. And Lily's like, well, why can't I go? And I'm like, yeah, why can't she go? You always defend her. You like her better, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so Olivia's boy. like losing her mind. I'm like, no kidding. I like her better. She doesn't give me shit like you are right now. Stop being a bitch. No, I said. <laughs> and then out um, loud, I said. <laughs> and then exactly. And then out loud, I said, there's absolutely no reason she, that, that she can't come. I go, what's the problem? She says, dad, I just really wanted a little one-on-one time with you. Just, you know, you're okay. really busy. I just thought it would be nice to just kind of hang out. You know, she says, you always, you know, you snuggle with Lily when she goes to bed. I just want a little bit of like us time. I'm like, that's all I had to say. Instead of just saying you hate her and you don't want her around. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. You know, I said Lily and Lily's and Lily was really, really funny. She was condescending. She's just like, okay, fine. <laughs> As if to say, All right, you and your stupid little needs, you petty little bitch. <laughs> so she just sort of walked away. So it was really interesting in in that sense. So we got in the car, uh-huh. we're going down, and Typically, I would go 95 to 128 and then just sort of go past the mall, exit 25, and just sort of loop around right, right, that right. way. So I come, out right oh, on, excuse me. I come out right on Endicott Street. Yeah. So instead, I went, I got on 114 instead, okay. right? And I'm driving down, and Olivia's just like, oh, we're going to go to Starbucks because it's down the end of 114, uh, yeah. you know? And uh, I said, I don't know, maybe. She says, oh, you were just going this way. I just said, yeah, I'm just going this way. So we're just chatting and stuff like that. And she goes, uh, she goes, you know, I would be disappointed, but it would still be really funny if you just, you know, go in this way and then you just drove right by it. She goes, it'd be funny, disappointing, but I could see the humor in it. I'm like, oh, that's good. So I drive past the entrance, but she knows that there's a second entrance. Ah, okay. She goes, dad, I know there's a second entrance. So we turn in the second entrance and she's like, huh, see, right at that second, boom, total power outage. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was, but you know what it was? It was from like, like that Starbucks little, that little like 
strip right there with the FedEx and what used yeah. to be Newbury Comics and the Sprint across the street, five guys, and maybe back like toward Middleton, like away from the light, right? Maybe like toward like to about where Friendlies is, oh, and that was the that only far. section seemed to be that seemed to be the only section out, like wow. everything else, like across the way where like the AT and T stores, everything else was fine, and she's just like. What happened? And I am I had to park. I was laughing so hard. I am killing myself laughing. She's like, What 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 happened? I'm like, I don't know. Where's you got it's now? so funny. Well, it's funny. She looks at me, she goes, You're the devil. <laughs> I said, Honey, that's awesome. I don't believe in the devil. So so um so I, we we drive away back to the theater and I'm laughing my head off. I said, you know what, Olivia, if I believed in such things, um, you know, we could talk about how this might be a little bit of karmic retribution on you. She says, what do you mean on me? I said, that 15 minutes that we spent while you were complaining about Lily possibly coming with us, if we just, the three oh, of us, damn. got in the car, we would have beat the power outage. Yeah. And she had this look that... If she was older, yeah. if she was like a yeah. late teen, early 20s, she would have just gone, fuck you. Because <laughs> that was that was a look on her face. And I could see it like like just sort of playing I'm in so her head. I'm so glad she's, that's on video now, she's actually. Totally, she's totally waiting, like like weighing it in her head. You know, is it is it worth it? Is it worth it? Would it have been? Would you have allowed it? If it, You know what? I, I, I would have allowed it. <laughs> you know what? I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. Because... Because it would like the funny would have outweighed the the crime, oh! But it was just so awesome. So then we get we get to the theater. We do what we got to do. We go back and we head back up that way. All the lights are on. People are standing outside of Starbucks, but they weren't they weren't opening the doors again. It was like yeah. eight thirty, quarter or nine. They closed at oh. ten. So yeah, they that makes just, sense. And looking in, I could see like their computers were, you know, not even on. So right. they probably just said, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> Get your caffeine elsewhere. Yeah. So meanwhile, eggnog latte. I know, huh? Delicious. Um, so I, I have the show, right? This mm-hmm. is this is a long story, so I figure we break it up with other mm-hmm. stories. So Tuesday, I play the show. I practice at twelve. We do the sound check. I nail everything. We do the show at two thirty. I'm done at four, and then I have, we have quarterly maintenance. So when do we I, see video? I what? No video, like of your show. Oh, they'll put it on a DVD, yeah, and then I'll and then I'll have it. It takes some two camera setup, so it takes yeah. them a little bit to oh, edit yeah. together, yeah, because they they do they they do a good job, yeah. So. yeah um, all the sounds run through a board, so it's all nice and leveled. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, then I had to do quarterly maintenance, and then the next day we had more quarterly maintenance. Then I had to open today, and then I had to get a print ready. And the trailer was in the middle of the. It was like like the actual middle, like the ring. Oh, really? And you can't just pull one of those off and like it'll be fine. Yeah, I hope <laughs> uh, I hope that's not true because I pulled the ring out and I pulled out the the New England time capsule thing, which when it's on a core is this big and it's four minutes. Really? Yeah, the regular two How minute trailers like that. The core is only that big. Wow, that big. That took a second to yeah, figure, yeah. Uh, but then it's that big when it's when it, and it's it's a massive. The trailers are massive, so I had to put this trailer on this new movie that we're starting. So what tomorrow. you're saying is that it's massive. Yeah, it's did, so massive. I did say that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was for you, Scott. <sighs> um, 
And then I had to test run it twice and then run home to do the show. And it's just been nonstop. And Ripley's been really sick the last two days. And Nova's starting to get it now. So it's just... You, you hit the ground running in the morning and you don't stop. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, that's that's what happens, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's just why I'm not, like, up to 100% for the show. I'm at, like, 75%, I think. So Yeah, I fell asleep in the parking lot at Starbucks before I came here. <laughs> just, just close my eyes for a second. Well, you know what? It didn't. Just a second. That's well, you, the worst I thing know. you could do. But you know what? what didn't help was, well, I was listening to... Um, I usually don't listen to audiobooks. Okay. Because I used to, like, I tried it years and years and years ago, and I just found that, like, my mind drifted. Yeah. But after, you know, a couple of years of listening to, like, either NPR or podcasts or something like that, like, focusing on sort of more spoken word stuff is, you know, it's a little bit different than it was, you know, years ago when I tried to listen to a novel or something like that. Okay. So, um, a, a couple of years ago, I got um, the audio book of um, The Wordy Shipmates by uh, Sarah Vowell. Oh, okay. It was about, it was about yeah. the Puritans coming over and yeah, no, you know, I knew the name. I City just... on a Hill kind of thing. Yeah, so I was just... listening to that, and I'm tired. Like I said earlier, I got two hours of sleep. Who reads that? Does she do it? Yeah, she does it. Okay. She does it, too. And all I do is I just keep picturing her character from um, – right. From the Incredibles, so but what's funny? What what's in- interesting is she has other actors read like you know quotes or passages oh, that's from good. other writing. So it breaks it up a little bit, which is cool. Um, that's good. That's good. always she's, interesting. She's pretty funny, you know. She's she's got this dry humor and oh yeah. Um, you know, at one point she's talking about how um, um, someone's is you know about how the Puritans they just you know they. They, they they came here, and even though they didn't have libraries or books, they just wrote their own books. And, you know, they just sort of took care of themselves that way until somebody came along and invented the Red Sox. <laughs> you know, and it, it's just so fun because it's just so sort of, you know, casual like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, um, but she's funny. Yeah, she can be. She's, yeah, but very, very, very dry humor. Mm-hmm. But she's just this history geek. Oh, totally. So it's so weird that she was picked f- to do the voice for for Violet. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Yeah, they. I guess they heard her on NPR. Oh, so, that makes sense. I um, I saw a movie. Did you? I I saw a movie. I saw a movie. I saw yeah. a movie. What, it moved. What, what, I saw what Lincoln. Movie you see? I saw Lincoln. And, um, I'll say it now on video and audio: best picture, best actor, possibly best, um. Adapted screenplay. Um, did I say director? I think well, it'll get actor, yeah. actor, director, um, best picture. Okay, best adapted screenplay at, at the very least, and then there'll be all like the costumes and shit like that. Um, yeah, like, you know what? The costume for like something that you can look in a photo and be like, oh, I'll make that. But never it, or, or like set designs. No, like I that. know. No, I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You, I know that you appreciate the, you know, the more like imaginative like, okay, let, shit. Well, yeah, let's create yeah. something completely yeah. new instead which, of copy it from a picture. That's like that's like giving a a, a grant to an artist that yeah. like traces Spider-Man comics. You know, an you're a tracer. <laughs> so you're a tracer. But um it was it is <sighs> it is 
I want to say that it was the. Uh, it's probably the second best movie I've seen this year. Okay, and it's a very, very, very close. It may even tie. What was the first? My favorite movie of the year is Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen that. But um, I don't know. Lincoln what my was Lincoln is. was fantastic, and I got to tell you, Daniel Day Lewis, he's just one of those guys you yeah. never see him in who he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I don't know what he actually looks like. You know what? I've seen him like once or twice, and you have to try really, really, really hard. There's one or two places, maybe I guess that you can that if you're paying attention, you go okay. So that is, Uh, but he is. I I I heard about some interview with Joseph Gordon-Levitt who said, "Oh, I wasn't in a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. I was in a movie with Abraham Lincoln." (laughs) He is. It is so good. It's huh. it, it's long. It's two hours and forty minutes. That's not bad. Um, but it is absolutely fantastic. Hmm. And it's not like a like a, a whole biography thing. It just takes no. Place. It's like a certain part. Right? Yeah, it's like the last four months of his life, <clears throat> ah. and it's about the passage of the Thirteenth Amendment, abolishing slavery, and all okay. that. And um, they don't even get much into Reconstruction. It's you know ninety percent of this movie is about getting to um, a successful vote huh. for this amendment. And it's it's at its face. If someone said, "Oh yes, it's going to be about it's going to be the you know I'm just a bill," you know that's basically what this is. And it's not animated. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but uh, it was it was so good. It was really really good. Performances were amazing. Um, I still hate Sally Field, but she just seemed so out of place. She really mm-hmm. did. Um, but uh, okay. fantastic, fantastic movie. It's one of those movies like I won't run right out and see it again. It's not a movie like that. No. It's a movie <clears throat> that like, you know, a couple of years from now I'll sit down and watch again. Okay. Or I may watch it like, you know, I'll, like I'll watch it with the kids or something like that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, for, you know, historical. What was it rated? Um, I think it's PG-13 because okay. there's nothing really – there's like some dead body stuff. I don't think it's rated R. Okay. So um, – Hey, if someone out there could check real quick on IMDb, we have so much other stuff going on. If you could just yeah, I'm afraid of my computer will shut down. I watched a movie that was old. What? I watched Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I've seen all those movies. I, I know like the the new one. Oh, the new one. Yeah, like what you're talking about new movies. So this is technically an old new movie. Wait a minute. So, so. the one that came with James Franco. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like yeah. a year and a half ago. Yes, that's old compared to new. <laughs> Okay. Right. What did you think? I was amazed at how actually good it was. Yeah, it was really good. I was surprised and and there's so there was there were a couple parts where I went ooh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That yeah. was really surprised. I loved that movie. That movie was so good. I am really amazed that um a movie that I thought was like when I heard the idea was like was fantastic. Yeah, and then the the stuff in the credits just that was fucking brilliant. It fills in so much more because it's not it's not a part of the movie that you think about like oh this is going to No no you know what those credits are? Those credits are the first 20 minutes of the sequel. Yeah. I mean really cuz now you, it's just like know, okay the, the other, it's all done. Yeah. The other we thing they did though now. was they showed that the the Icarus was launched. 
and yeah. then it was lost in space. And it was lost. And you know but what? But it's though? just headlines and TV That's the shit thing. going you on. Just, it's one of those movies that you had to pay attention. Yeah. Because they did it. It was subtle. It yep. gave you all. It gave you all the clues, but it wasn't blatant about we're gonna do a sequel. Right. Right. And this will be in it. Pay attention. Yeah. You know, like you get yeah. James Franco looking at the camera, going, "Hey, hey." This is him. Look, this is important. Although, although you have to admit, James Franco kind of is the Jar Jar Binks of the whole movie. What with setting up the ape empire, you know, because he just let him walk away. He's like, oh, well, you're home, fine, all right. If I could, I'll go home and masturbate. I guess. No, he had the girlfriend or the wife thing. There. She wasn't home. <laughs> Maybe he'd wait. I don't know. Uh, Angie says it's PG thirteen. Oh, thanks, Angie. I was just so. looking at that. Thank but you. But yeah, that that one on the on the other hand, though, that's one I will watch like three or four more times before the sequel comes out. Yeah. And Draco Malfoy, holy shit! I know, Good man. For him. He just, he's he's he, he can't he's get a break for being a nice guy. No, I know, though. seriously, <laughs> he's gonna make a whole career just being this total dickhead, and then he's gonna get an opportunity to play like an old romantic comedy, and yeah. he's gonna fucking flop. Oh yeah. I mean, because well, unless to, he kills the girl at the yeah, end. Exactly. I was going to say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, he needs he's to gonna, be the boyfriend in Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, either that, you know, you don't. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to. It'll be it'll be it'll be sold as like a as a as a romantic comedy. Oh, yeah. And then what will happen is he's just gonna, the last five minutes of the movie. He's just going to beat the shit out of her. And, and then the title <laughs> will flash up at the end. American Psycho three. <laughs> shit. Uh, he fell for it. So, um, what other movie news? Um, we talked a little bit offline about um, there was the the Batman announcement. Uh, was or, it really it, an, announcement? an announcement? It was just, or just really shit, right? serious speculation yeah. about Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing Batman in a Justice League movie. Yeah. And I honestly, I'll, I'll be totally honest, I don't care one way or the other. Because the Batman character in a justice league movie shouldn't take his fucking mask off i don't this is true. i don't probably give be. a shit what they have to do outside of the justice league yeah no Honestly. no no. I, to- no I totally agree we said that before it's just yeah. that no that's not that's not what we're doing with this we yeah. don't it, it, it's about batman and superman and although Wonder woman it's not about with them saying that the bad guy in the in the justice league movie could be uh dark side I'm like, oh, that's upping the ante greatly from all the shitty villains Superman's had to fight before. Everybody knows what the kryptonite is. Yeah, and there's so much of it. Yeah, seriously. It's just, what did this thing, did this planet explode like a hundred feet above Earth? (laughs) Because you could reconstruct the whole fucking planet with all the kryptonite on Earth. Yeah, and that's the thing I don't understand. The whole planet was white, the kryptonite's green. I know that's stupid nitpicky shit. I'm just <laughs> fucking around. Um, I, but Levitt's wrong for it. Even but even with leaving the mask on, you know what? If they small. if they want to throw him in as Nightwing, in, yeah. Uh, but be, you know what? You have to just anybody that's been in a Nolan movie, fuck them. They're done. You can't. He's too small. Yeah. Like his his frame is just. He's too small. Yeah. He's, He's too little, but that's that'll be a confusing aspect for people if he's if he is oh, yeah. Bruce. If then Superman be... calls him Bruce, fucks everything up. Yeah, completely. Plus, it'll make people like, wait a minute, is this a sequel to the Nolan? Why, you know? Yeah, because people are dumb. Well, so. you know, comic book continuity is so all over the place, and they reboot stories all the time. So why can't they just do that again? 
You know, cast another Joker. There you go. Tough shit. There isn't another. No. We said that after Nicholson, and then holy shit, look at that. Yeah, I know. You know? It'll happen, you know? I don't know. There's just so many unfounded rumors flying around the internet, like this shit where there's going to be some idiot actually put up a post. I can't believe they said Disney says they're going to make two to three Star Wars movies a year. And I swear to God, if I had the time to find that fucking cock cheese motherfucker's <laughs> stupid piece of shit, I would have found him and smacked him. What? That's I would have smacked the herpes off his face. It's not possible. It is possible, but it's idiotic. For it, Dis- yeah, it would be dumb for Disney to it would do be it. T- but you could do it. That could be all you make. All side stories. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But I, even I don't want that. I can't imagine anybody that would. Yeah. I am. Um, I had another article that I wanted to um, to bring up, but I, uh, I need to find it. Okay. So, Let's start with this one, then. Okay. So we'll change gears here because we're at about the half hour mark. American, Americans. Wow, what's wrong with me? Americans overwhelmingly want the Electoral College to be eliminated. By a greater than two-to-one margin, American voters want to eliminate the idiotic electoral college system for selecting a president and replace it instead with a direct popular vote like all other sane democracies. This is from Fire Dog Lake, by the way. (laughs) Uh, According to a new poll by Quinnipiac, 60% want to change our system so that in all future elections, the president is chosen chosen by a direct popular vote. By comparison, only 29% want to keep our current system. Hey, uh, Reverend Scott just showed up. Hey, Scott. Uh, Eliminating the Electoral College has majority support among all partisan groups. Interestingly, though, it is the Republicans who most strongly support it, 67 to 22. I don't don't know where they get that number from. And Democrats who are the least supportive, 54 to 36, while... Design of the Electoral College gave Republicans an unfair advantage in the 2000 election. The result of the most recent election shows that the Electoral College system now gives an unfair benefit to Democrats. Well, if you have more Democrats. Well, then why don't we just <sighs> go popular vote? Why, like, yeah. why not? Let's just make it simple. Right. The, the fact that the Electoral College can significantly and unfairly benefit either party is one of the best arguments for its elimination. Fortunately... <clears throat> Effectively eliminating the Electoral College and replacing it with a national popular vote is rather easy. It can be done with just an interstate compact, so a car. Wow. That has already... Makeup case. That has already, exactly, that has already been approved in several states. The way the national popular vote compact works... So wait a minute, really? They could clear this up by everyone in the room just going... You okay with that? You yeah, good? sure. You good? You yeah, good? All right, you good? fine. All right. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, fantastic. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do yeah. this. All right, man. We um, can have an election every two weeks. That's I fine. Know, huh? <laughs> the way the National Popular Vote Compact works is that states agree to give all the electoral votes to the winner of the National Popular Vote. Why the fuck do we need the electoral votes? I think you just have to Why? phase it out gradually. Just oh, no, you. In fact, I, I let think me finish. Be, let me finish reading it. Let me finish reading. But it, it would be easier to just not have it at all. Just True. say, okay, we're going to go from this weird ass system to just you know numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, really. <laughs> Yeah, there's no point in reading the rest of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it really makes sense. <laughs> I don't want to be a dick. I can't help it, but yeah. it's um, it's that it is that simple. 
Yeah. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, it's gonna be like a basketball game. At the end of it all, <laughs> when there's no more little pieces of paper to count, whoever has more. Okay. Yeah. You win. You win. Yep. Yep. Anybody have a problem with that? People will only have a problem with it when they lose. Well, right? Shoot, they have a problem with it now and they lose and they go, oh, I lost. Fuck me. I'm going to. Okay, <laughs> never mind. No one's paying attention to me anymore. Yeah. So um, the story that I had yeah. was from um, 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 uh, Wired magazine. And it was Nerd news. totally digital creep <laughs> puts analog movie projectors on the endangered species list. Oh, okay. About, what do you think about that? I just thought that would be an interesting conversation. Oh, that's it. You don't want to read anything? Huh? You know, it's probably no, a huge it's, it's article. A, it is right? a pretty huge article that I read. Like, okay. You know, very quickly. Um, it's. I mean, it's. It's about the 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 machines so much. It's just. Um, yeah, this is a huge article. Okay. So for me to try to summarize would be. Okay, ridiculous. so what are what are we gonna do? Right, I'll the, read. The, I'll read the first thing. Like so many trades okay. staring down the barrel of uh, digital dominance. Analog movie projectionists and the equipment might soon be a thing of the past. They're gonna lose their dicks. Oh, the other, the analog, oh. the movie equipment. I get yeah. that makes sense now. But before they're completely <laughs> gone, photographer Joseph O. Holmes, sounds like a porn name, is racing to find as many possible, as many as possible for his new photo series, The Booth. I realized I was going to have to move quickly because a lot of pieces are, a lot of places are converting, said Holmes, who's been photographing movie houses in New York City and the surrounding area since 2011. I've seen some of his pictures. Yeah. I'd be calling places to ask if I'd come by and they'd say, that'd be great, but we just went digital a week ago. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. Um, I think that it's, you know, in, in a way, it's 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 okay. It's 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 progress. It's moving forward, and it's going to happen. I mean, we don't yeah. we don't play music on those little tubes anymore. You know, um, <laughs> the wax cylinders. The, yeah, exactly. So, but seriously, <laughs> no, no. It's just you're going to go back that far to prove your point, right? So <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. You know, we don't use leeches anymore. <laughs> well, you know? actually, we do. Well, yeah, then you but... have to have a safe word and, well, and all yes. of that. And The safe word is, ah, the leeches. <laughs> the safe word is, this costs how much extra? Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Do not it. in the anus. <laughs> Funny story. No. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to tell that. Um, oh, that's right. There's still two years left on the injunction. Yeah. So I don't. Um, I mean, I mean, there are people out there that will lament thirty five going away. But they're the same people who were like, "Oh, you know, I miss the little buzzes and crackles of of an LP." Um, you know, uh, over I'll, over like CDs are too are too clear. To, to I'll say this. Now that there are not like like trained like tradesmen yeah. in the booths cuz we're not we taught ourselves we're lucky that shit ran i know right you know there was a union you were you were taken under somebody's wing and you learned from them and there were right ways to do it and you could actually take the projector apart and put it back together now that it's left up to you know fucking honey boo boo to start projectors <laughs> yes digital is fine yeah, press play. 
Yeah, because I'll be honest, when I watch something and there's a scratch in it, I get fucking angry. Yeah. No matter yeah. what theater I'm I in. Think, I think some people will say that they're unavoidable, but, you know, um, it's just you're not doing your job. Um, I think, like I said, it, I, I think that it's um, it's progress. It's, it's the, a the, step the forward. The tough part is that the small places like Cinema Salem, for instance, they uh, they can't afford to go digital, but they can't afford because nobody's going to give them thirty five prints. They can't afford to stay in business at that point. Well, that's that's when a lot <clears> of um, you know a, a, sometimes the, the financing can be played around. Yeah, you know, a little bit with you know I know that some studios are. You know, helping to finance it's at, at one point, right? Because so it's in their best interest because the they're going to save Most the definitely. money on shipping anyway. Most definitely. Um, and then you hear, you hear. I mean, that always brings you back to articles about: Do we need movie theaters anymore? You know, don't they suck? I think that there's like, like seeing a movie like Lincoln. Yeah. For example, just to, to, to use an example. Yep. Could I have watched that at home? Most definitely. That's not one of those movies where. I need to experience it with, um, you know, a hundred other people. Right, right. Um, when I saw it, there were maybe twelve other people in the theater, and then I uh, I ended up le- I I had to leave early because I had to go do Mystery Cafe. Okay. But um, the other night, last night actually, when I managed the theater, um, yeah. I had an hour to kill, so I watched the last uh, maybe forty oh, okay. minutes, the last forty minutes that I missed. Right. And I was the only one in the theater. You okay. know, people had left because it got too late. So, um, and it was it was fine. It, it, it that's not necessarily a movie you need that that communal experience. Yeah. There are other movies like big. You know, pretty much the ones I've seen in the theater this year are those kind of movies. Yeah, the popcorn movies, yeah. the the kids movies, and stuff like that. Those you yeah. want to enjoy the spectacle and right. have. Enjoy. I don't care how big your TV set is at home. Yeah. Enjoying that spectacle with other people, I think, is 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 part of the experience. Right. Unfortunately, theaters have a really tough time helping you enjoy that experience. I mean, we talked about you know yeah. the Alamo Draft House doing that whole you know you can't come in late and right. um, their whole texting policy thing and trying to make it a nicer place for people to go and see for grown-ups to go yeah, yeah to go and and see a movie and enjoy the movie experience right but like like we said you know an amc a big chain is not going to do that no because they don't have the, the the manpower they don't have the manpower to like have two ticket takers sometimes Jay is just saying that uh, my local art house needs to buy a new digital system to keep up yeah so it's um I mean I think that that's it, it's definitely the way things are going to go. Yeah, I, mean, I don't more yeah. and more movies are being shot digitally. Right. So um aren't they aren't they practically all being shot digital because of the, because of cost? I don't think so. I think I mean, that there are every, some who are hanging every, on um, to I think like I don't like I think Spielberg's still well, shoots uh, that's 35. an exception, but I mean every shitty little horror movie that's going to come out or stupid yeah, comedy, that, it's going to be like here's a hard drive, fucking knock yourself yeah, out, right? You know, only only the old school guys like Spielberg or Scorsese would do film. I would right. think I I could be wrong, but there are people that I think make and I, this is a volatile subject, but they would make art. All oh, films art. But there's art, and then there's... Yeah, know. but I think that you can still have 
arty, good quality movies that. But you know what I mean. I mean, for yeah, the, no, for, I, for the purpose I, I know of the what conversation, you mean. There, right? there are some that are gonna, you know, that like how they shoot. It, I yeah, yeah. There's definitely a difference. Yeah. So, um, but you know, when that generation, I don't want to make it an age thing, but well, fuck it, maybe. Um, that generation sort of moves on, yeah. and then you'll start to see people do stuff like that digitally. It'll be like, okay, let's try to recreate that experience, you know, like you know Tarantino did with the whole Grindhouse stuff, okay. and he made stuff look shitty. But I on mean, purpose. aren't we aren't we at the cusp of like going from black and white to color, or from from silent to talkies? Yeah, I mean, oh, isn't yeah. that There's, this is the, this is a fundamental change, right? Someone in, made a feature film, a feature length film on an iPhone, I could, yeah. and like the stills I saw from it, they looked good. Yeah, but the the phone, you shoots know, good quality. It's it it's really really interesting. Not, I guess not, for me, you know, fantastic. For me, but. for me, I think that the the question would be what the sound is like. Um, yeah, and what kind of sound? But you, you could you could ADR all that stuff. Yeah, so. so but um i mean i think that losing out on um losing analog projectors is you know obviously that's where we're going to be in 10 years 10 five well even small little like you know like my theater now it'll i mean they've got one digital projector yeah and in five years, they'll have to be all digital. Well, they'll be done. Or next year. I mean, there's yeah, a lot because, of yeah, studios, studios aren't going to give stuff out. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to have to, or they're going to have to resort to selling uh, selling tickets to stuff that um, has already been released. Yeah. Because you're not getting you're not getting the stuff secondhand from the theater down the street anymore, are you? No, 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 no. So. I don't know. I mean, and that was that was our job. That is that is what got me the job I have now. Right. And we're gonna go digital. Yeah, I was in, just gonna say in, you guys will be digital before long. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be a step up from um, <clears throat> your traditional uh, lamp lit three D digital yeah. projectors. We're going beyond that to something that I don't fully comprehend how it works. Which is interesting. Lasers. Yeah. I imagine, I said this to the tech that was there helping us out to Tom. I'm like, I imagine it's going to look like a gigantic lightsaber hilt with fiber optic cables coming off the back of it. And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) It'll look a little bit like the whole flux capacitor thing. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about that is, I mean, we're limited to 60 minutes per platter with uh, with what we have. And most of our films, because they're institutional, they're like 45 minutes. Yeah. But then we could run the Desolation of Smog, you know, part of the Hobbit two or Episode seven or something. Yeah. We could we could do something on the weekends at night that'll you know fill once, the house. Once stuff is digital, man, it's I mean it'll change distribution. It'll I mean yeah, it'll be yeah, really interesting. No, I mean that was the most interesting thing that I found when we went digital at at Lowe's was you don't get six boxes or twelve cans coming in. You get a tiny waterproof Tupperware case. Yeah, with and a hard drive. That's it. it for all. You could do all twenty screens yeah. off and that I, one and thing. And I guarantee you, that'll be the next thing that they'll try to eliminate. And then well, they can already do it as a download. I don't think, but or, I don't. I mean, I don't think bandwidth. I mean, supports it yet. 
No, it'd take a long time yeah. for the transfer, but you could do a satellite download. We had a dish installed on top of the theater. Yeah. Yep. There is a way to do it. Your theater or there's one on AMC? No, the, the, really? as far as I know, the AMC one was going to have one put in. I thought they did. Huh, we should look at Google Earth and see if it's there. I don't, I don't give enough of a shit about yeah, the no, theater. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> so it's a shithole. Um, but, you know, there there is a part of me that is, that is from a professional standpoint, going to miss that. Yeah. You know, because there, there, is, there is some finesse and some art to... Uh, getting a movie to run that doesn't want to run. Right. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I I I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yeah. It, it it's you it it was uh it was great when you figured out how to make it happen. Yep. Yeah. And that you hit the button and it all you you knew by what it sounded like. Oh yeah. You know, and that's just that's one of those things that's just like, hey, you know what? I'm getting better at this craft. Right. Where you could right. open the where you could open the booth door and go, Oh, hey, you know what? Um, there's a loop that's too big down on on, on projector nine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and and as you're walking down there you're going uh, okay, it's it's the top loop, you, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, and some of you know what we mean. I could, yeah, we could. We used to be able to train people and not even look at the projector. You just listen, and you're like, yeah, uh, that sounds fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think it's um, I think it's time for a break. I think so. We're back in a couple minutes. All right, let's see if we can do this the right way. All right, we'll be right back.
right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take uh, us to church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you rode in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one That is one star too many. <laughs> Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Oh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Hey, fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the, the cutting edge of, of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mail Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Entire film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I just, just getting confirmation. It's just in English. That's the third time, though. I mean, I must, this is on. You can find us at chinstrokerversuspenter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret.
Oh, we're back. All we right. are back. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, not embarrassing at all for me. <laughs> Just had to rock out a little bit there. Wow, that extra shot of... Look at how more awake I am. Huh? I know, huh? Just yeah. like one shot of espresso? No, it was three in there. I'm, I'm fading. This is my three third beer and no yeah. dinner. No, so um, so what's with the Van Halen? <laughs> I don't know. I was what just the... flipping through iTunes. I'm like, I need something to put on. Fucking David Lee Roth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That fucking works. I want to go get my old, like, you know, leather Converse sneakers. <laughs> when I was a kid, I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but when I was a kid, like in the... Yeah, you have. <laughs> the fuck? What are you, like, one of my kids? Yes. Pretty much. Go ahead. Well, now I don't want to tell the story. No, Fuck but you. now everybody wants to know. Um, no, and there's no why not, David Lee Roth. I love. I'm, don't fuck, man. Just calm down. Um, no, I'm a big fan. I, I, you know. So I anyway, celebrate his entire catalog. Seriously, he's my favorite. <laughs> so anyway, um, when I was a kid, like in the eighth grade, like the sneakers to have yeah. were um, the, these, like the leather high tops, yeah. um, Converse. You know, the leather, you know, the all-stars, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I wanted those sneakers so bad. I'm like, Mom, please, 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 please. She's like, no, fuck you. Forget it. Uh, <laughs> those shoes cost a car payment. <laughs> exactly. Asshole. I don't even remember what they were, what they cost. but so, Probably 100 bucks. So, you know, and I was just like, please, please, please. Like, you know how you get when you're like, you know, 12, 13 years yeah. old. You just, you know, please, 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 please. And you have no bargaining power whatsoever. No, and you have no concept <laughs> you know, like, of how I much it is either. No, no, no. I knew how much they were, but I was, I didn't have a job. Right. That's what I'm I saying. I didn't yeah. get an allowance. <laughs> I had nothing. You had begging nothing. powers. That's all I had. Super begging powers. Right, but you get to that place where yeah. there's there's that line where it's you're begging to the point where oh wait there's the line that says you're becoming a pain in the ass yep. you got to back yep. off a little bit so yep. um I had had a and this was you know I was one of those kids that like you know you you, you try to be good for something and inevitably yeah. you fucking no it doesn't work you know um. Baseball through a window, yeah. punch your sister in the face, or you know these <laughs> well, were the, that's these were back in the days when my little sister at the dinner table would say, "Mom, what's a fucking bitch?" What are you trying? What did you use? Because Frankie called me one today, <laughs> and <laughs> like I would get the shit kicked out. But anyway, right? Yeah. So one of these sneakers so bad. Right? right, and they had like, and they had all different kinds, of, like the stripes, like the, there was like the little stripe that went like that. It was like a little, like a little, greater, oh yeah, 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 greater than symbol yep. and a star, and they came in different colors. You get right. red or black or like a dark blue, yeah, or, or you could just get a white on white. Oh yeah, which looked pretty, on white. which looked Don't pretty scuff good. My sneakers, exactly. Yeah, because um, I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> so, um, so I get home from school one day. And there's the box on the table in like my place. I'm on the, starting the table. to sense where you get your twisted. Oh yeah, parenting skills. But you don't. I know because I did that shit with Olivia and her iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have an you have an iPod case. Can I have it? <laughs> I want to fuck with my kids. Again. Yes, yes. Here you go. <laughs> so I open the box, and there they are. They're the shoes. Yep. And I was psyched uh-huh. for about two. Fucking seconds. Do you know why I was not incredibly thrilled with them? Because, okay, in Malden, yeah. there was the Converse outlet. 
Okay. Okay. So you get the cheaper stuff, you know, the Converse stuff, cheaper stuff. Right. So (laughs) the stripe color (laughs) was like light blue. Oh. Like light blue. Okay. And like, you and you wore them, right? Of course, I wore them, but I wore them like a faggot. <laughs> oh, you know? really? You know what I mean, like the Louis C.K. faggot, not a. All right, I'm just making you qualify egg. this stuff now. So, um, but oh. it was like, oh, and I had to, uh, and I, and, and at 13, I wasn't nearly as cool as I am now. Um, fuck you, no, Scott. You so, would get away with it now by saying "fuck you," you. <laughs> right? Yeah, and then I'd have to be like, "Stop crying, Lily." Um, Can't really say that to a ninth grader when you're no, you know. But um, and I was just so like, "Oh god damn it, fuck!" Like, you know, you're so psyched, but then you're yeah. not because fuck, I want these, but I don't want them. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. So that's my 1983 <laughs> sneaker story. Thank you. <laughs> And see, uh, uh, fucking light baby blue, like a goddamn UN peacekeeper's helmet. <laughs> well, no one would have shot at your back shoes. Then? What were they thinking back then? Oh, hmm, let's see. What's going to inspire authority? Ooh, light blue. That works. That works. <laughs> shell blue. That says baby on board to uh, me. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm you do sure it to your own it's children. Less broken than this story. Hey, fuck you. What's the matter with my story? It's a good story. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, so that was my sneaker story. Okay. But that's what David Lee Roth made me think of. Oh, oh, made that's great. where See, it, it all okay. comes back to yeah. making some sort of sense. I was wondering what the fuck we were going to. I won't even go into Hot for Teacher. So No, can we not? No, we don't need to discuss my masturbatory fantasies <laughs> probably pretty much the same as everybody else's <laughs> oh you would think so i would hope so yeah so no um i still uh, i'm still not interested in that batman movie what batman movie the one that just came out on dvd oh the um the animated thing no rise Rises. Oh, the new, I, just, I just, I can't work up enough interest to buy it. Oh, I won't buy DVDs. I don't buy DVDs anymore. I, nice. You know, Julie went out like for Christmas presents and stuff. She got Moonrise Kingdom for Olivia and something for, oh, what the fuck was the other one she bought? She bought another DVD. She bought Blu-rays because they come with everything. Right. Um, right. <clears throat> oh, and motherfucker keeps pushing away from the 360 and he Just wants the Wii U now. Just buy it. I'm not buying the Wii U. No, that. not that. Buy the other thing. Say uh, the Wii U is going to be dead in nine months. I'm not buying uh, a system that is doomed okay. to failure. But it's targeted directly to him. So... But he's just like, you know, it's my Christmas. I can ask for what I want. Yeah, and he has my money. I buy whatever the fuck I want. Well, it's the whole letter to Santa thing. Because this will probably be the last Santa year for him. Are you kidding? Last year was the last Santa year for him. He's just milking the shit. No, no, I don't think he is. Cole's a really young 10. He really is. Okay. All of his friends are a little bit older. I haven't heard of anybody who, like in his group, who doesn't believe Mm. anymore. But it's... You know, he's going into the sixth grade next year. It's not going to last another year. No, it can't. I I guarantee you it's not. 
it's not anymore now i mean sixth grade no he wrote a letter he wrote the letter oh yeah because he wants presents i wrote letters because i wanted presents because my parents still, thought it was cute. He's still on board. I don't. I I would. I would. And that, that's the I would fucking argue like. That. I ask Olivia. I'm like, because you know, he would talk to her about it. They share a floor, you know. Um, I've asked Olivia. Even though no, that's something. Like, that's something you keep quiet. You you stay with the lie because it works. Yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll stay with it until he does what Olivia does. Who what she did two years ago was come up to us and go. Are you and Mom Santa? <laughs> Fuck. Well, Batman. <laughs> it was go get your mother. <laughs> and that's that's something I've decided too that um um we every now and then like through like Disney movies or um like Wonder Woman uh, cartoons and stuff that we watch, like the the word God, God's come yeah, up and right. stuff like that, and church and religion and all that stuff, and it just goes by and we don't right. talk about it. But I realized uh, today, actually, I was thinking about it because I haven't had to think about it at all. Like the the only time we can really discuss that, and I can tell, explain to them my point of view, is after they're done with the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and yeah. Santa and all that. Sorry, spoiler alert, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, but, someone said here that I should blame the United States Postal Service. It's a sixteen billion dollars deficit. Yeah, that's sure. Yes, and I, I believe the Wii U is tanking a little bit already. There's no interest in it. There's no interest in it. Um, but I can't I can't talk to them about um, you know, whatever their grandparents believe and their friends' parents and their friends and all that. I can't I can't discuss that and have an open and honest conversation about my views and Ellen will have her own different yeah. views. And not be able to say, well, you know, Santa was bullshit. So <laughs> right. it's all bullshit, really. It's all there to make you feel good about yourself. Well, that's the really interesting thing because Lily will, Lily will pop into the conversation about, so, Dad, you don't believe in, like, magic or fairies or anything like that. And she's still too young for me to make gay jokes. So, um, so. I am um, really coming off as a mad homophobe tonight. You are, you are. Stop it. Yeah, that's not Stop helping. It. I know, I know. My brother would kill me. So, oh. um, he's going to do the show one day. No, he's not. Come on, he's not allowed in my house. I'm homophobic to your imaginary fake brother. He's imaginary fake or fake imaginary? Same shit. Anyway, what? Anyway. Um, but Lily's, but Lily will, will bring that up. She says, but Santa does all the stuff. He has to use a little bit of magic. I'm like, well, that's Santa, honey. That's totally different than this God fool that's, you keep talking yeah. about. Well, see, Santa uses wormholes, which is scientifically explainable, Lily. Right. <laughs> Didn't you see Rise of the Guardians? <laughs> well, the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Rise of the Guardians. You know what? I watched a little bit more of that movie again. Yeah. And, um, same thing. I just, you yeah. Know, I just, I just don't like it. It looks like something I'd watch on like European television. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I have no reaction to that. You, you know what it is? It's like this, it's hell. like the same thing as like like catching Degrassi. It's like it's doing all the things that like a show is supposed to be Here doing. Here we go, shitting on Canada again. Well, it's not that I'm shitting on Canada. I'm just shitting on the fact that Canada's different, mediocre. <laughs> you know. 
pseudo entertainment attempts. That's all. Uh, all right. I, I watched Brave after we watched uh, Rise of the Guardians, and I had more fun watching Rise of the Guardians than Brave. Yeah, I don't know. Brave is 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 good. It's, it's good. Not my, it's not my favorite Pixar. No, it's it's. And I've, I think I, the story's actually a little bit weaker. Don't yell at me stuff. for this either. But I've actually come around a little more because I just said fuck it. I'm never watching it. What? So I've come around a little more on Cars 2, but still the one with the fucking rat is my least favorite. Okay. Cars 2 is right above it. Cars 2 is better than Cars 1. I honestly think that's how it's going to end up being eventually yeah. because there's a it's it seems shorter and a little more cohesive. Yeah, and it's a it, it's a lot more fun. You know, you see them playing a little bit with like the whole it's, spy movie yeah. genre thing. It's kind of a waste of a sequel in a way. Because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Hey, did anybody else see Skyfall out there? Did you guys like it? Anyone? We'll wait thirty seconds for the. Uh, yeah, I know the delay. The chat to catch. It's up, so, so funny because like I see myself on the thing here. Yeah, and it's um and it's delayed a little bit, <laughs> so it's kind of weird to see what I did a minute ago. So, all right, let's get to some uh, some other stuff. Yeah, I think we need to do that, right? Sure. Uh, so. Uh, not Sarah Palin, not her. Oh, no. fuck that woman. She's so stupid. See, the thing is, I've been having really long conversations about stuff with people. Okay, like, um, so, wait, hold on. Someone yeah. in the chat room said they saw Skyfall. Quite good, but overly predictable, especially if you paid attention to the credits. <clears throat> um, Yeah, I gotta tell you, I, I did not like it. I thought that they're trying to add this, like, sort of dark, sort of dark knight dimension to james bond where they take this this character and you know let's give him some depth let's let let's spend some time with his emotional life and blah 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 blah, blah. i want to see the gadgets i want to see i want to see you know cool i don't stunts. yeah i don't i don't go and watch you know? uh, empire strikes back and hope that i see scenes of vader crying in his little pot about padme i don't need to see stuff like that i right. want to see him out there talking about he under saying get this shit done right. motherfucker so um yeah i just i just didn't like it and the whole end sequence was like <laughs> i saw this on the a-team once so so what do you got up there for a story and romney yeah might be taking this loss harder than mitt <clears throat> if you're wondering you're not no. how the romney family is holding i almost up said who's ann romney <laughs> post-election she's more tolerable than sarah palin though i'll give i'll, I'll give her that she doesn't say anything she's well, a that's little why. stepford wife who you know yep. puts her dogs on the roofs of cars <laughs> so if you're wondering how she's doing the answer is not well Mitt has resorted to re uh yeah Mitt has resorted to retail therapy and Anne might be the most disappointed Romney of all. The Washington Post's Philip Rucker has furiously reported has a furiously reported update. That's a strange Okay. On what exactly Mitt is doing with all of his free time now that he isn't running a campaign. The answer? Not much. The Atlantic's <laughs> Molly Ball probably put it best on Twitter. Mitt Romney is bored. Rucker's Ooh, report is filled with heartbreaking line after heartbreaking line chronicling what Romney is doing with himself, called straight from the CEOs closest to him. That is, what Mitt's doing when he's not having lunch with the president, 
To help him deal with the loss, Mitt apparently bought himself, or has been seen driving at least, a new black Audi Q7, a luxury SUV manufactured in Slovakia. Uh, yeah, Slovakian car manufacturers. <laughs> it just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Retail therapy is an effective and frequently used coping mechanism, at least for this writer. I don't care. He apparently hasn't decided what he'll do next, but one thing is for sure, and Privnet, 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 that's privacy on the internet. Right. Romney has told friends he has little interest in helping the Republican Party rebuild and brand itself. They don't want you. (laughs) He has little interest in like, Mitt, stay the fuck away, okay? We gave you this one because we got nothing, we got nobody else, so just go away now. Go buy a car. Here's my favorite part. The owners of the most tragic anecdote in the whole story is Mitt's wife, Anne, who really isn't taking things well. By all accounts, the past month have been most difficult on Romney's wife, Anne, whose friend, who friends say believed up until the end that ascending to the White House was their destiny. That destiny doesn't exist. No. They said she has been crying in private and trying to get back to riding her horses. That sounds so dirty. It does. It would have been even worse if she said trying to let her horses ride her. I know, right? Uh, it's, oh, no, that's still happening. <laughs> it's not too much of a surprise, really. She had enough trouble dealing with the campaign. Uh, it says, it, the article says, not me, says, still we feel for her and <laughs> wish sorry. her and her horses the, the best. Room said you were my density. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there was one thing that like my wife believes in that I wish I could actually believe in, it would be uh predestiny kind of stuff. Like that 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 her and I were meant to be together. See, I don't it's I don't. very romantic and nice and, and all that, and, but I just can't My wife does the same <sighs> exact thing. In fact, the two of us, you could actually because we in high school yeah, we knew a lot of the same people. Like I went to my prom with one of her best friends. We were like, yeah, yeah I remember this one. I remember, I hung out with this one. Yeah, I hung out with this entire. Right. And I also like back in the days when we all used to hang out. I kind of remember someone who sort of looked like her, always okay. sort of off in the corner, being quiet. She's like, yeah, that was probably me. And then <laughs> a few years later, when I worked in a Dunkin' Donuts and on an overnight thing, she was the girl who came in on Sunday mornings. Yeah, so. And we lived in and around each other for like 15 years. Right. So in right. the fact that we hooked up. So she's always just like, see, it was meant to be. We were ready to meet each other when we were ready to meet each other. I was just like, I was just going to buy a copy of the New Yorker. <laughs> oh, that you and That's your all. fucking New Yorker. <laughs> <sighs> so we're getting close to the end of the world. Oh, that's right. When is that supposed to happen? Is it December 21st? Or is it the 12th? Is it the 21st or the 12th? I think it's the 21st. What? Oh, that's a Friday. Oh, good. I'm glad it's not the 12th because I got tickets for The Hobbit on the 14th. Exactly. I got to see The Hobbit first. Maybe. We'll see. We'll do the show on the 20th. Okay. Before well, that. We should just count down to midnight so, or something like that. Yeah. Huh? And then we go, ah! <laughs> it just cut the audio <laughs> just... at that point. Well, we just told everybody what we're going to do. That's not going to help. Um, we're telling the future, but it's like I don't understand how people can believe this this stupid mind. Are, are shit. there out there people who actually believe it? Like they're ready, they got their we worked with on somebody that was like really panicking about it. Remember, you know who I'm talking about? The last one fired. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, dude, 
you're a Christian, right? Yeah. So what does the Mayan stuff have to do with that? I mean, it's their calendar. It's their culture. It means nothing. And, and he's like, oh, I guess it doesn't make any sense. He's now an atheist, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> score. <laughs> <laughs> we got another one. Um, but um, join us. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I, I mean, you got Y2K. You got Harold Camping and his stupid bullshit about oh, man. the Y2K uh, the rapture. Was, and... Y2K was the biggest. That was, was awesome. Such a letdown. It was no. Robots you know, did not take you know over the made, world. Oh, my God. Computer people made so much money. Yeah. They're just like. Yeah. Yep, you're all set. That'll be five thousand yeah. dollars. I asked Ellen. I said, "Hey, with this uh, with this Mayan apocalypse thing happening, I said, uh, would you feel bad if I uh, set up a pet sitting service or something for you know <laughs> after this happened? And you know, if I survive, I'll take care of your pets. Give me fifty bucks now, and I'll do it. Fifty bucks. Take a thousand. No, no, because then fifty—that's like that's not larceny, grand larceny, or anything. I oh, didn't okay. actually steal so, it, so it's like yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Though, if they came together in a class action just to get the amount of money up, then you're fucked. True, but I would say, you know, in the fine print, it would say if this doesn't happen, you don't get your money back. Yeah, and they agree to it. Okay, fine. She's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, why not? I bet you I could at least get a hundred bucks out of this. Yeah, seriously, three hundred dollars. And then, as a follow-up, we have those two people on the show. Yeah, and then we just look at them and go, "What the fuck is wrong with hey, you, dummy? How's it feel? You know what I used your money for? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I bought. I bought. So I brought. I bought stuff I bought to crullers, th- and I threw them at your house. <laughs> That's what that fucking mess is. Why there are all those pigeons over there? I went to the store and I bought paper plates and trash bags, and I put one paper plate in each trash bag and threw it out. Man, (laughs) Angie's gonna leap through the computer and punch me because that would be a terrible waste. Hookers and blow. She's right. Oh well, I see where her mind is. That's fine. All right. (laughs) So, I don't understand the title of this. Brian Fisher, who is an enormous bag of cocks. <laughs> well, he is, isn't he? Suck a bag of cocks. <laughs> he, he says, it's enormously insensitive to hurt God's feelings by not using oil. For what? I don't know. Like baby oil? Brian Fisher, <laughs> the director of issues and That's analysis a- of the conservative fundamentalist American Family Association like and a oil? huge bag of cocks. What? They'll stick it up like baguettes or just... Well, let's see what he says. On Thursday, told a so-called, quote, expert who denies climate change that not using God's fossil fuels would be like crushing someone's feelings by rejecting their birthday present. Ah. Okay. The Cornwall Alliance's Calvin Beesner, who has previously said... Calvin Beesner? Beesner. Which I think is (laughs) Swedish for beat the shit out of me. (laughs) He wears a bow tie. Who has oh. previously said that believing in climate change is an insult to God. Explained on Thursday that the Bible said it was also very rude to not use oil, coal, and natural gas. Really, the Bible said hmm. this. Hmm. The Bible police. BP. Hmm. <laughs> it all makes sense now. I'll read it in his voice. Okay. 
the wicked and lazy masters <laughs> was the ones who buried his talent in the ground and Amen. Didn't do anything <laughs> to multiply again. it. Yeah. No, do we have his real voice? I see a video. No, I don't want to play that. I don't uh, want to okay. hear that fucker's voice. That's essentially what those who say we need to stop using oil, coal, and natural gas are telling us what to do. Just leave those resources buried in the ground rather than pulling them out and multiplying their value for human benefit. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what? If only God had said eat hostess products a little bit sooner, we could have saved 85,000 jobs or whatever it was. Fisher likened the situation to a birthday present he was given at the age of six. I don't like where this is going. Rosebud. I opened up a birthday present that I didn't like, and I said it right out. Oh, I don't like those, this the radio host bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and I threw it in the fire. And I and it just crushed. And the person that gave me the gift was there, you know. And it, they died. I just kind of <laughs> blurted it out. I don't like those. And it just crushed that person. It was enormously insensitive of me to do that. Well, you they, were six. Every six-year-old kid is a fucking insensitive asshole. They're all. They're all of it's all ego. My daughters. <laughs> oh, like like how like a, a year ago walked up to me and said your tummy's round, you and fat like, Get bitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Talking about round tummies. I told you, kids wait till my, puberty hits you, smack in the face. Kids in my theater, my my movie class. You know, we somehow got onto my age. Someone thought I was fifty four years old, and it's really my feeling. I was I felt really really bad <laughs> that I had to smack that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to the article. But it was necessary. It was. And you think that's kind of how we're treating God when he's given us these gifts of abundant and inexpensive and effective fuel sources, Fisher added. And we don't thank him for it and we don't use it. Yeah, because we don't have to refine that oil into gasoline to power our cars or anything. I'm 631. I am not 54. Fuck you. He's 58. I you know, not. God has buried those treasures there because he loves to see us find them. What? Yeah. I thought that was boogers. Yeah. No. No, it's cosmic hide and seek with God. Really? God fucking, just loves a good hide and tickle or something. Fucking dumb. That is absolutely hilarious. If God wants us to use it, why does it just, you know, make it bubble up in like bubbling creed like the fucking Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah. You mean crude, not creed. What did I say? Bubbling creed. Really? That would be if we boiled the dude on the office. I just, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The meltdown gets ugly as conservatives attempt a coup to overthrow Boehner. Oh, God. Fuck that guy. That's fuck, interesting. You know what, though? Fuck the Republicans. This is such a non... Who gives a shit? These guys have nothing better to do. They're just going to... It's just going to be infighting for the next year. Yeah. And then a year from now, someone will emerge as the next, you know, star. And then... Who, who could possibly no come idea. up? Bobby Jindal? Chris... Christie's gonna get a napkin and wipe his face and blah, 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 blah. and he'll have like one of those, you know, like a sign language person <laughs> next to him and explain no, what he's no, saying. He'll have some dude dressed like C3PO. <laughs> the honorable Chris Christie says I speak full mouth. <laughs> Cause all these cocksuckers like that. Um yeah, fuck them. They, they got, and then so two years from now, we'll find out who the Republicans are going to run, and they'll be listening to that 
bullshit for two years. Hillary will run. Um, who knows what it's hers to lose at this point. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Cause I don't know who the Republicans are going to Scott Brown, maybe <laughs> if they no, seriously, if they want to take somebody who's, you know, young and handsome and out of the loop and not tainted by having actually accomplished anything or one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, without having the burden of, well, yeah, we'll run Scott Brown. That fucker's lost before. It won't be too much of a disappointment. At right. least his He'll wife be won't be in it. the news bitching about right. how she's crying. So, so, um, yeah. So unless there's some other young Republican stud cock out there that they want to run, so it would have to be somebody out of the blue, somebody with a bigger dick than Hillary Clinton. I don't know. I don't know. That's God. I wish Bill Clinton could run again. So does he? Oh man. So does he? You just see him sitting around. I loved being president. <laughs> so much pussy. Um. <laughs> I felt like a Kennedy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, let's find one more here. You know, we haven't talked at all about the uh, the whole Israel-Palestine war and ceasefire thing that's going on. Because honestly, I don't know what to say. It doesn't matter. I just want to. I just want to make really mention think, of it, unless because... they clean up all the rocks in the street, because <laughs> that's what those people are always throwing at each yeah, other. Yeah, but then Israel's throwing missiles. How are we going to take <laughs> well, care of that? Well, you know what? You throw a bunch of rocks at me. I'm gonna oh, be, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going to oh. hit the button. In funnier news, oh good, the Pope has a Twitter account that he's actually going to tweet from. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be him tweeting. It's, it's going to be first one of tweets his... going to come on December twelfth. Yeah, I'm sure that his little. Page who's you know walking around the Vatican in his biker shorts and a <laughs> wife beater from Armani is going to be doing his tweeting, his horny little Italian fucking public bath boy, whatever. <laughs> wow, you're in a mood today. I just, <laughs> I just um, seriously, it's it's yeah, because I'm sure he's going to be tweeting his own shit. You know what's really funny? I'm looking at this, and it's like the shots. I should point here. It's like the shots that um. What's his face there? Who? Peter Jackson set up in The Hobbit. You could be a hobbit. I could Look how be. small you are. That's... <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Nice. You're little. Um, <laughs> he's so Is little. it time for second breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see. What else we got here? Don't do that. Now I'm looking at the... the, the <laughs> Frank is a hobbit. Hey. What is this? Why don't they say big hairy feet. Big, big hairy feet. <laughs> Glenn Beck and Vince Vaughn join for online reality series Pursuit of the Truth? What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> really, Vince Vaughn? That's, you know what? Just for this article, we have to change the name of the show. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Welcome to welcome to the six uh, minutes. You know what? We'll... I I really hope it's like a you know lefty versus you know a right. You know what I mean? Well, like let's let me let me read it. Maybe we'll if see. it's mentioned in the article. Glenn Beck and Vince Vaughn are going into the reality TV business together. The former Fox News host and actor producer will exe- will be executive producers of The Pursuit of Truth, a competition series for Beck's online network, The Blaze, which no one fucking talks about. Beck announced the deal on his radio show today. That should make everybody's head spin. What the hell is Vince Vaughn doing with a crazy man? 
Actually, I think it's pretty much what is a crazy man doing with a crazy man. I know that's what my friends say, Glenn. <laughs> Actually, it's Vince Vaughn going. So, a, a, a lot of people might ask, what, "What is this crazy man doing with me? A crazy man, me? What am I doing with him? Why would I be?" You know, s- some people could ask that, and it's a very good question to ask. Sorry, that's my Vince Vaughn. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, what are you doing? This crazy, crazy man, Vince Vaughn said the host, the Blaze. What the fuck is the Blaze? That's Glenn Beck's uh, online TV network. <laughs> uh, Wild West Picture Show Productions and Go Go Lucky Entertainment will produce the show, which will see twenty contestants fight for the prize you, of financing and global distribution for their documentary feature. Our goal is to create a powerful annual platform to help filmmakers tell important and engaging stories," said Wild West's Peter Billingsley. Peter Billingsley, like Pro- yeah, probably. The series is currently taking applications online until January 31st. GoGo will lead the production of the nine-episode Truth, and producers say the series will debut in The Blaze in spring 2013. You know, so basically it's a reality show about filmmaking? About documentary filmmaking. Oh, okay. That's a little bit better. Because um, who tried to do that? Didn't Affleck try to do that? Or? There was Project, no, they, uh, yeah, Project Greenlight. Greenlight. And that worked. They got some Can movies I, made. Yeah, they got a couple, but it's there was another one where they tr- they tried to have like you know writers and stuff like that, and just you can't do a reality show with with no. writers like that. It's I mean, no. writing is this dude sitting alone in a room, and <laughs> yeah. you know, is yeah. is writing during breaks in his masturbation. Exactly. <laughs> so only part of it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the masturbation. <laughs> After more than a year online with paid subscribers, Beck's The Blaze TV debuted on Dish Network in mid-September. Wild West, which produces TBS Sullivan and Son, also has a Brady Bunch reboot and development at CBS and The Guys, starring Tony Danza at ABC, among its other projects. Vaughn has additionally teamed up with his wedding crasher co-star Owen Wilson for the upcoming comedy The Internship. Does anybody find Vince Vaughn funny? I kind of do, but I mean, it sounds like this thing isn't political. That was good. Kidding me? (laughs) See, I'm a hot. I don't know. Could it? Could it? I mean, could it? It it, it certainly could be. I mean, I mean, unless they're gonna do, you know, movies like that. Fucking who was Kirk Cameron movies? Um, That guy. But I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it has a quote unquote agenda. Or at least well, from not, the article, it doesn't from, say. Yeah, you know, yet. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So you know what? We're maybe, never going to hear another thing about it. No. <laughs> well, no, you will when it when when they get a movie done. You if, didn't hear anything about Project Greenlight. You heard about it when it came out. Yeah. You didn't hear anything about it, and then the movie came out. I don't even remember what the fuck it didn't was. They do Feast. Wasn't that one of them? The horror I movie. Don't know. Yeah, it was a horror movie. Hmm. Uh, but nothing. I mean, nothing really happened. I don't even. It doesn't exist anymore, does it? No, it doesn't. No, there were like there were sequels made to Feast. It actually did okay for a what? Um, what was that picture with? Um, oh, it's just Hathaway. talking about talking about Rush, Rush Limbaugh and Bane. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, it's been enough time. I think it's time for a break. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. Uh, let me find. That was break one. What am I doing? There apparently there were two Feast sequels. Okay. All right, let me just see how long this is. Okay.
yourself, my man, you'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, little lion man, you're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself, take all the courage you have left. Waste it on fixing all the problems that you made in your own head. But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart on the line I really fucked it up this time Didn't I, my dear? Didn't I, my dear? yourself, my man, you know that you have seen this all before Tremble, little lion man, you'll never settle any of your scores Your grace is wasted in your face, your boldness stands alone among the wreck Now learn from your mother, or I'll spend your days biting your own neck But it was not your fault but mine What can you expect when you download and listen to an episode of the Inside Outcast? Pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness. It has the appearance of being true without any fact behind it, <laughs> you know? You know, there are some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui-wise. Well, to... I'm, I'll try anything. Yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. Okay, in Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew and throws from Jiu-Jitsu, kicks from Taekwondo, and concepts from Tai Chi Chuan. It becomes even more evident in Aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm -hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. (laughs) (laughs) The Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where geek meets golf. Hey everybody, I just want to take a second and tell you about a new website that is actually really interesting. It's called Beergiver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. And the whole idea behind this is, is splashed on the front page. It says, oh, someone a beer? Maybe a missed party, birthday, or you lost a bet? No excuses. Time to pay up. Here's how it works. Through Beergiver, you can buy an individual a drink or a round of drinks. All you need are three pieces of information. 
personalized message, dollar amount, and the person's phone number. The friend will get a text message with a gift code, which is essentially beer money. You show your phone to a bartender at a participating bar, and you have money taken off your bill. Or if you're not at a participating bar, they can forward the money to their PayPal account. So essentially, free beer. This has been started in the Baltimore area. Some of the following bars and restaurants that currently accept Beer Giver are Alewife, Alonzo's, and Loco Ombre, Bad Decisions, Bartenders, that's in Canton, Brewer's Cask, Bond Street Social, Dark Horse Saloon, Finnegan's Wake, John Stephen Limited, Langerman's, No Idea Tavern, The Americana, The Hill, Tommy's Downtown Tavern, and the Waterfront Hotel Bar. Honestly, I think this is a fantastic idea, and I really can see this taking off. Check out the website if you live in the area or if you know someone in the area, in the Baltimore area. So it's B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. Beer Giver. And while you're at it, why don't you follow him on Twitter at Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. And of course, you can find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Hello, this is Abe Sapien. Also, it's Doug Jones. And you are listening to... Are you serious? What, are you serious? But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart on the line I really fucked it up this time course mumford and sons i like them i like that song that's one that i would um because i'm a fucking idiot that's one i would suggest hey we should do that with the uh with the museum band i am not going to volunteer to sing next year i'm saying that right now 
And then oh, uh, just sing. You enjoy and then we'll, it. And just then we'll do, do it. it. I'll sing again. But the stress, like my back cramps up. I pinch a nerve because of the way the way the nerves are in my back. This year wasn't as bad, but like I'm actually really proud of, um, like how I pulled I it off with my voice and stuff. Who is? I just did. Oh, you did. That's fine. Other people can go fuck themselves. <sighs> they um, fuck themselves. They wouldn't be spending the time listening to us. That is a good point. <laughs> They'd be making sweet love <laughs> to themselves. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, why do you gotta do that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, okay. So, okay um, so so next week I don't. Think- <laughs> Sandy with the put. There's the uh, Hobbit picture. That's nice. Thanks. Welcome so much, to Hobbiton Sandy. is the nice is the quote on there. Yes, that's that's fantastic. That's really we need to change this camera angle. But you got a big long cable. <laughs> I did, and then I broke the camera that it goes to. Remember? I thought that was for this. No, I can uh, I can get a USB extender for that. That's just a USB two. Uh, so we could we could put it over there next time. Put it over there, yeah. and that would be better. All my shelves are full, though. That's the problem. It would be, you know what, though, looking up at them at like at the camera, it'd be <laughs> like like all these Star Wars figures would be our audience. Yeah, you Boba Fett, sit down. Exactly. Yeah. Stop getting popcorn. <laughs> um. What uh? What else you want to talk about? I don't know, Anything? man. Anybody anybody um, in the chat have anything they want to suggest before we uh we call it a day? Yeah, get get Frank a taller chair. It's about distance. No, actually my chair is a bit lower than yours. It is. Cuz it doesn't work, right? Well, no, actually it was the bottom that broke on yeah. that one. You don't weigh nearly as much as I do, so we don't have to worry this about is you. True. I've actually lost weight. Have you good? Yeah, doctor told me again I lost some weight. Nice. Yeah, I've um today. There was there was a point where I um I didn't have any cash and I didn't have my wallet with me at work and I didn't have anything. I didn't go get lunch, no soda or anything. Um and that was a week ago. So again, now I have gone without soda. I have like one beer a day. Yeah. And a and like two cups of coffee. And he, that's it. But, he told me I can have a drink a month. Like what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, but it's one drink over the course of a month. You have to you have yeah, to break it up drink. into thirty sips. <laughs> but if I consider one drink to be like a very large bottle, like could that be thirty shots that you would put into a glass? Ooh. No, that would be a gigantic glass. <laughs> it? I think it's called a bucket. You can have one cup of beer. All right, I got my five gallon painters, but no, that's not right. Ah. Uh, yeah, no. Well, I Scott know. does That's ask. What, he asks a question. How does your body know you've had one drink I don't within know. thirty Basically, days? Basically, he just just because of all the anti-inflammatories and meds that I'm on, they could have an effect on my liver. So he just doesn't want anything uh, that could advers- adversely affect my liver and stuff like that, which is fine. It's not a huge deal. It'd be nice to sit here and have a beer. Um, yeah, and I do drink every week now. Yeah, it would be good to you know. It's like as a, soon as you said I can't have anything to drink, I'm like fuck it, I'm buying shit every week. <laughs> I don't mean that. It's not a personal thing. That's fine. Okay. It was funny, too, because I asked him about caffeine and stuff because I yeah. had so much stuff. And he's just like, I drink as much caffeine. He goes, don't go crazy, but right. it's not affecting what's happening to you. Oh, that's good. I wish I could do his Indian accent. <laughs> you could, that's, but you're not going to. It would to. be so fucking offensive. <laughs> it really would be. Yeah. I'm glad you recognize that. <laughs> 
I had a I had a very long extended conversation with um with Rich today about uh someone that I've known for like 30 35 years. Oh, I saw that um, on Facebook. That's finally got weird. sick of my shit and yeah. um basically publicly said um I don't know why you have to post all this crap and then unfriended me. But the thing is it, it comes down to I don't pretend to be anybody else. It's not like when when this person joined Facebook, it's not like I was a different person. Right. I did this shit. I promote the show. Basically, my Facebook account and my personal account is an extension of this show. Yeah. Um if you don't agree with it, too bad. I'm not going to apologize for that. I, I don't I don't think that I need to apologize for my viewpoints or anything I say because I sit and think about and vet everything I am going to repost. There's shit that I I said to I said to Rich at one point during the thing, I said, there's shit that I've said to my wife that I would never say out loud on this show. Because I can trust her and I can say to her <laughs> These things that are just there's, there's stuff I've said on this show. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Oh my god! But like, fault. I do censor myself to a certain degree because I know there are people out there that I would offend if I said certain things that that I believe. Well, I started to tell and you, and I'm not talking about racist shit. I'm just talking about like what I think of religion. Right. Well, you know what's what's interesting? I, I was telling you before we started tonight about one of the parents of the kids in my class. Um, was asking me about about the podcast. And yes. I was I was really hesitant to yeah. um to sort of let him know kind of like like how to how to hear it and stuff like that right. because um I mean if you just if 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 all you knew of me was this show yeah be like get him just get his take his children away from him yeah his own children yeah. away he's a but danger to everyone he's a danger to knows. everyone he just you know don't let him buy yeah. gas but yeah. <laughs> um but this is i mean it's not and i'm i mean my viewpoints are 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 i'm, I'm genuine nothing i say is right. is um you know false or anything like that but the amped up way that i fucking say shit right is is that's not my every day that's not how i how i teach a class or how no, i interact like, with people like when so i go much. to this person's house or i see them in public it's it's all very polite i don't walk up and go you're an idiot for believing in jesus i'm trying to it's like be taller <laughs> Better. That help it. My head's still huge, though. Um, Welcome to Squatting Tall. <laughs> squatting Tall. The Squatting Tall Show. Uh, but it's like I don't, I don't do that. Uh, my my Facebook presence is a lesser degree, an extension of of my show persona. And Scott has um, in the, in the chat six three one. He's met me in real life, and he knows that I'm actually kind of quiet. You know, yeah. to myself. Pretty much, uh, don't get me riled up. But um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've known this person. She's had an influence in my life. Um, she, I've learned from her, and she knows that I'm a good parent and a good husband. And when I like my job, I'm a good worker. <laughs> but uh, that's going on the review. But it's like, well, I like my job now. Um, <laughs> but it's like. 
why is this one thing? Why why is religion the one thing we can't talk about when it's the one thing that we should be talking about? Yeah. Why is when I say you believe in made up stuff that's just symbolic stories written in a book like Mother Goose. Yeah. It's there to teach you a story to teach you how to live. Why is that offensive? But the thing that that the, the straw that broke the camel's back was my belt buckle. I have a bad religion belt buckle, which is like the Ghostbuster symbol with a cross in it. Right. And I used uh, song titles off of one of their albums to like make a sentence because yeah. we used to do that with movie titles. Right. So it was that kind of thing. And um, basically, she's like, I don't know why you have to post this crap. I'm like, it's like it's music, dude. Okay. She's like, you know, I love you and your family. I'm like, well, if you did, you'd accept me for who I am. Yeah. Because I ignore all the stupid bullshit you do about thanking God for curing people when he has no fucking hand in it. Well, there's no hand. You know, yeah, yeah. people that thank God instead of their doctors are fucking assholes. That's why I was it. I I <laughs> threw something up on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. I had my really bad cold last week, and I was like, "Ooh, Nyquil shots! Thanks, science nerds." Yeah, <laughs> because they're the ones who made that shit, and it is. <laughs> Awesome. I know I'm only supposed to drink once a month, but does NyQuil count? <laughs> Maybe. Olivia gets mad at me because I won't like even look at what the dosage is supposed to be. No, you just take a, take a you mouthful. You just shoot it. You yeah. just take it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. that's about right. Illinois, asks me, what kind of NyQuil you want? Red? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Great. And then there's DayQuil, which is orange. And I love that the way they've done that because yeah. I bought like the two-pack and it's it's <laughs> – um, like it's so clear. Take yeah. this one at day. Take exactly. this one at night. This one, one looks, looks like, like day. day. This exactly. one looks like That's blood. Exactly what they do. It looks like vampire oh, no, I like, blood. I like the green one. I like the <laughs> green one that tastes like shit. For some reason, it's just like ah, this is gonna make me feel better. Oh. <laughs> and now I'm asleep. <laughs> so I oh. oh, Mike, we were we were talking about that earlier. God is fake. Santa's real. Uh. Yeah, that's 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 not a conversation you can have with kids. Yeah, I mean you could and mix them together, really scar them for life. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's the. I mean, you believe what you want personally, but for your kids, you pretend. Well, you know, you what I think to. that the religion thing. I liken it to um, someone liking a particular food, and it's something that I don't like. You like Brussels sprouts? Great. It works for you. They they fit, yeah, but that doesn't, they, they fit into your life in a certain way. Meh. Fantastic. For me, not so much. Not my thing. Not going to put it on my plate. Uh, not even going to pretend I like it. I'm not even going to put it on my plate and sort of move it around and make it look like I had some. Um, I just I just don't want anything to do with it. That's where I am. That's where I am with religion. You can eat all you like, okay? But don't sit here and judge me or force me to like what 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 you but see like. that's that's the human there, condition well, isn't therein it? lies therein lies the problem it's like oh you didn't see the dark night what the fuck is wrong with you well fuck you that movie rocked but no. that's but that's the thing like people are like well, I, didn't, I haven't seen star wars sorry well, those like, are don't fucking apologize to me i've enjoyed it those you're the asshole those that's are the, out. those are the ridiculous holy wars that we that we get into now about you know about movies and but i just don't give a shit about any of it anymore it's like oh playstation 3 is better i'm like okay yeah yeah 
Good for you. Mac yeah. versus PC. The, the, Mac. But the PlayStation 3 is great for Blu-rays. I don't play games on it. I just I just don't. Yeah. So that's me. Although Uncharted is pretty fucking cool. I have played a few games. There are some good games, but I would rather put, add them to my gamer score on the yeah. Xbox. But whatever. Oh, so I wanted to get the uh, Resident Evil 6 like super fucking pack full of... Wouldn't it be great if they actually called it that? Yeah. <laughs> you look at the it box would... and it goes, it actually says super fucking pack. This yeah. is pretty cool. It came with, uh, with, a, with a game of the year version of Resident Evil 5 or something. And I have that, so I don't really care. It came with a DVD of one of the movies that I already have, so I don't care. It came with a high-def Xbox version of Resident Evil 4. That's what I wanted. And it was $90, which means it's Thirty dollars more, so I'm paying thirty dollars more for a game that costs like twenty now, right? So I haven't bought it. Yeah. So I hadn't turned the Xbox on in a while because I really hadn't had much time to play games, as I outlined yeah. earlier in the show. And um, I was flipping through, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see what's available for for download. Oh, bye, demise. For uh, good night. She's taking off. See ya. For uh, for games, and um, I'm like, oh, look at that! Holy fuck! Resident Evil 4 is available as a digital download, like an online download no, on cool. Xbox Live for 20 bucks. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> and, and that is honestly, I think, top three, one of my favorite games. Yeah. Maybe one, maybe two. Like that I I have I don't replay games a lot, but I've replayed Resident Evil 4 probably 12 or 13 different times. It's a it's just a shitload of fun. So, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at the feed. But but if you've known somebody for a long time and they post a bunch of stuff that you don't agree with, would you would you get rid of them? Just like just wash all that away? Because obviously, saying something like that is going to have real world repercussions. Well, well, you know what? What's funny is like my sister's. Religious, right? Okay, my younger sister. Well, I mean, both of them are pretty religious, but my younger sister will post like God stuff every now and again. Yeah, and I think I told you this where she she posted, you know, reason for the season and all that kind of yes. stuff. It's axial tilt. Birthday. Yes. Yeah. So I sent her, you know, I said actually and gave her yeah. a link to other shit like that. Yeah. So about the real birthday of Jesus. Right. So, but so I like stuff like that. I'll just sort of like so I, like obviously I'm not going to unfriend my sister. Right. You know, I've done that plenty of times before and she still keeps showing up in my life. <laughs> but um like the, there are some people it's 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 harmless. I'm not on Facebook nearly as much as as I used to be. I'll mm. throw a picture up or something like that of the yeah. kids or something like that. But um it's like okay, whatever. Sometimes I mean th- there are people in my feed who I agree with, people I don't agree with. Yeah. And it's like okay, you know, whatever. There were probably there was probably five percent of uh, of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook were they are directly opposite of my political views. Yeah, but I don't care. Do you know what's really funny though? What, what I what I've noticed on Facebook. Do you know what? I, do, do, do you know what I've been getting most of? What getting the most out of Facebook? Huh. Uh, Facebook seems to be. Where I most frequently find out a celebrity has died. Yeah. Which tells me, you know what? I really should just, you know, hang out on news sites more often. <laughs> Instead, of, I should not be getting my news from Facebook. I, I, I use Facebook, obviously, to, to, for, to, the show, to yeah. for the show, but to talk to people, it's a, 
it's a clunky form system yeah. in a way. Um, yeah, I'll but, throw pictures up. But um, um, it it bothered me that the person that I thought she was that six three one. That's pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, tell people what he said. That's he he wrote. I get my news from browsers. Yes. I, we said news, not nudes. <laughs> yeah, but he can only get thirty to three minutes of it at a time. But really, who needs more? <laughs> really, if you need more, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, there's no plot. Yeah, he can't be sitting there going, I really want to kind of find out how this ends. Oh, they were developing her character so well, but right. I just, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, but her story got all sort of messed up when they. And I, you need to wash my mouse hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. oh, poor trackpad. But, um,. Back to the to the other to thing the before thing we go to we porn. go to um we go to feedback. Um I just I can't do that. We I have I have my crazy fundamentalist dude that will like chime in every now and then yeah. and just like clog up all my time because I'll feed into it. But I don't get mad at him because even when he says that, you know, gay people are an abomination and blah 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 crappity crap. It's like, all right, that's your ignorant, uninformed opinion. Why can't people just let other people have their opinions and not <laughs> sorry and not but, call it crap? Thing, um six three one said, if you don't know what that is, do not Google it. No, definitely Google it. <laughs> definitely Google it. Not if you're at work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chafing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But I mean this is this is now I mean okay, there to go back, the, there've been a few times before where she's where where this person has said to me, "Why do you have to put this crap up there?" Or, well, "Oh, not, not again with this junk." And it's like, um I'm not forcing you to read this. Yeah. Okay. This is my own opinion. This is like me standing on a street corner on a soapbox. All she's got to do is screaming my insane subscribe shit. from your stuff, and uh, she'll never see it. She's not very savvy on the computer. I had to teach her how to change her profile picture. Oi. Meanwhile, I like help her out when she asks for help. Like not no like more. There, there was a point Tell where her to pray the <clears throat> computer there, virus there was, away. There was a point where she um. Isn't he cute? He is. There is a point where she couldn't locate someone in her family. They were overseas, and um, I showed her how to track the person's iPad. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Uh, so I'm I'm useful for something, but because I say a couple of things here, and the thing that kills me is the fucking post with my belt buckle was totally unrelated. It was not yeah, a slam on religion, stuff. but it's the symbol, and. The first post, oh, and she says, you don't see Christians slamming atheists. I'm like, yeah, you do. And, and like, my hackles just, I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, I know. You and the first thing I posted was atheists are the most distrusted, despised group anywhere on the yeah. earth. Um, and then it was Steve Harvey and yeah. stupid shit like that. And how it's Cat Williams, fucking asshole. That oh, that did you did you hear about what one million moms is going after J.C. Penny and Ellen? Yeah, because Ellen's commercial with the elves. Yeah, they just don't like gay people. They just really don't. They need to. They need to just they, they're fucking gonna, relax. That that's what prompted my question on Facebook today about um, can anyone actually, honestly, truly be offended? And there are very few things I found out that actually really do offend people. I don't get offended. 
I get angry. I I feel outrage. I get sad, yeah. but I I don't I I in my head cannot comprehend being, being offended. offended. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. Like Scott had mentioned one thing. Reverend Scott had mentioned one thing, and I totally agree that 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 is a horrific thing. And um, Rich uh, posted another thing um, that that war to him is offensive, and I can understand that. But to me, an unjustified war just makes me angry. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. Fe- I don't. I don't get it. I don't get offense. Right. It's so. I don't know. I don't know if it's me. <laughs> if, but I. But I feel. <laughs> You're for so people, insensitive to your own. But I feel. I can feel uh, empathy for other people and sympathy, and 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 I can can put myself in other in the position of other people, and I and I understand that. I just. I guess I've, I I feel like I've moved past the petty bullshit. Yeah. And I just, you know what? Hey, you know what? There's another Twilight movie. Okay, good. People had a job, you know. People are selling tickets at the movie theaters. People are buying popcorn. Movies. I don't, I don't care, you know. But I did, I did. This is the only Twilight joke I've I've made recently. An ad for Twilight came on. And then an ad for The Hobbit. And I said, you know why Peter Jackson waited this long to make The Hobbit movie, right? He said, because he didn't want Twilight stinking up his theaters beforehand. He had to make sure that shit was all done. And that's the only joke. And it's a terrible fucking joke. Yeah, I was waiting for the joke part. <laughs> no, there's no joke. But, that, <laughs> but that's like the most, uh, that, that's the most I could muster against Twilight. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't exist. No, it's, it's. I'm kind of you know. Eh. One more thing, I'll be glad when the DVD comes out because then it'll be, it'll be that we won't see commercials for it. It won't be there. Won't matter. Yeah, you know, I got rid of my pay cable. You know, my oh, pay okay. like my movie station, so I won't even see it pop up there. Oh, six three one says Frank, you can't mock any jokes after your forty minutes sneaker story. Oh fuck you! My sneaker story was charming. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> So I don't know. I I would like people if if they have ever been actually offended. And I joked and I said, don't list Justin Bieber as something that offends you or Batman and Robin. Um, but like actually offended, I don't. I don't. I just can't. Like it's a word that's thrown around a lot that has lost its meaning. I think like awesome has lost its meaning. That word is awesome. That is fucking awesome. <clears throat> but I think offended has lost its meaning. I think it it was supposed to be something that like you know wounds you. Well, you know what it is. Soul. It's just like it's it's created a situation where there's now this expectation that okay, you have offended me, so now you need to do something about that. No, you need to no, get I the fuck know. over it. It's not. It's not even. It's just like okay, um, all right, that happened. Yeah. I don't care. Did I offended you? I don't care. If I if I say something and I believe it and I have the conviction to back it up and it's not wrong, it's not racist not or anything at like that. You like you personally. Yeah, it's not like I'm saying I'm going to, you, know, you know, do this or that to some person like your you know, mom unwillingly. Yeah. Unless your mom's hot. Whatever. <laughs> That's not the point. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. Um so uh, what do we have for feedback this week? Nothing. We're getting feedback right now. People didn't like my sneaker story. It was a charming little story. 
delusional or indifferent. I'm both, maybe. I don't know. Are they talking to me, about me, or you? I don't know. I don't know. This, this, the, the whole. I mean, I could, I could sit and I could nitpick all of the inconsistencies in the story, and and you know, what are we talking about? About Twilight, because oh, I was reading the, the chat there. But it's like, what's the point? It's not made for me. No. You know, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I really don't. I mean, I could also sit and nitpick. You know, time problems in uh, what's it called there? Clone Wars or. You know, I could I could pick apart the cartoons my kids watch. Why bother? Yeah, that makes me an asshole. Yeah. If I'm gonna, that it, offends it's, me. It's it's like the movie reviewer that will review like Tigger's big movie and say there wasn't enough character development. <laughs> you know, or the cinematography was static and used. It's like it's a I fucking kids movie. I, I didn't believe Tigger was really. I think I think that Tigger. <clears throat> I think that if you're reviewing a kid's movie, you should ask a kid's opinion. Yeah. Hey, kid, oh, did you like of this? Which, remember we talked <laughs> about doing a segment with Olivia? Yeah. Yeah. So I ran that by her. Yeah. Folks, The uh, we had talked about, since we got this whole video thing going, we thought it would be fun. Look at this. I'm addressing the camera. Right I know, now. huh? We kind of talked about having... Um, you know, putting together video pieces that we can just sort of insert into the feed. And we thought it would be fun to have Olivia, um, my daughter, do a movie review and just let her kind of go off and play this foul-mouthed little teen bitch. Um, <laughs> and she um, she was totally – she had like ideas of what, she, was, oh, what yeah? she would wear and stuff like that. So she um, – so we, we talked about it. I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, we'll, you know, pick a movie. She had recently seen the, the last Twilight movie. Okay. So she was, like, totally into it. She's just like, oh, Dad, quite frankly, that would be fucking great. <laughs> and then she's, like, kind of looked at me. I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> go easy. So, um, yeah, yeah, settle down there, sport. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> she goes, she goes, um, she said, so, uh, like, when would we film it? I go, I don't know. We would just film, you know, write up notes or whatever you need to do this. Right. And um, and then you just just, just kind of go off. Right. She said, um, she said, well, what are we going to tell mom? And I was like, tell mom? That hadn't entered my mind at all, quite frankly. <laughs> Those words are totally foreign to me. <laughs> I have no idea. I had no idea. Actually, you need to add a word to that. It's to, don't. Don't yeah. tell mom. So she's just like, we should ask mom. I'm like, oh, well, now this will be dead. <laughs> so I explained the whole thing to Julie. She looked at me like, no, no, uh. no, no, no. I'm like, come on. She goes, why in the world do you think this is a good idea? I'm like, because it would be funny. Yeah. To have your daughter swearing on the internet. Yes. I said, well, when you carve it down to its very base, <laughs> yeah, it sounds stupid, but she's just acting. She's just you know what playing we a could role do. and having a good time. We and then, could. no, it was funny. She goes, she goes, she's she's 12. I'm like, Chloe Moretz said cunt. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she also got paid a lot of money to say that. Yeah, too. I know. So I explained, you know, the movie thing. She, she yeah. said, well, when you have a bunch of money to pay Olivia to swear, then you can do it. I'm like, okay. We could. So we could send fake her. bleep it, though. You know what would be funny is if we bleeped like, <gasps> do you know what would be really funny? No. You bleep every word that's not a swear. <laughs> Honey, we'll just we'll just shit. Christmas has done that wrong. <laughs> it would 
be so fun. Bleep out everything else except the swears. And I was just, oh, Reverend's got the exact same idea. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right. So now that we're done corrupting Frank's kids. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, no offense to anybody. In the, oh, it's a two hours. So I oh, can't yeah. say no offense. We're going to do a short show because uh, sure, yeah. same length. All right. Well, every day, same yeah. length. We got Nothing this. Changes no matter what exercises I do. When it's cold, though. I just wanted to pop in really quick to tell you guys that I didn't really have time to make a segment, and uh, there'll be no last rites this week. Fuck you! I know better than you. <laughs> 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 Last Rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> I think that if he didn't find this outlet, he yeah. either would have, you know, killed himself or somebody else. Yeah. I think this is going to be bad. Okay, fine. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott being forced to do another segment of Last Rites against my will. If you don't want to do the show, don't do the fucking show. Just shut the fuck up and yeah. quit. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I mean, after over two years of making segments for this show, I, I feel like I've finally come to the point where I'm really making a difference in the way that... Fuck. Excuse me, Chris? I was trying to say something important here. Okay, I got so, bored halfway through. What you're fine. Back to being funny, then. He's not funny. No. Well, that's never stopped me before, now has it? And uh, I guess since you really wanted me to do this segment, then I might as well do what I do best. What's that? I'm glad you asked, Bill By Force from outside the cinema. <laughs> what? what I do best is take things you guys say out of context and use them against you. Fuck! <laughs> I forgot. How could you forget that, Chris? I mean, it's basically the only thing I do. Seriously? How does yeah. that work? <laughs> pretty fucking well, man. <laughs> I would tend to agree it does, but and I'm especially lucky because you guys tend to cuss a whole lot. Yeah, no shit. Wow, Chris, uh, you said a cuss word that isn't fuck. I haven't said that out loud lately. I don't think I've heard Frank say shit in a long time either. It's kind of dumb. Dumb as a fucking <laughs> bag of shit. Maybe you guys think the word shit is just too offensive and you'll get a lot of hate mail and then you'll have to spend hours either apologizing or defending yourselves. Well, I don't want to deal with that shit. Fair enough. <laughs> but then like five seconds later, one of you would say, That is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen. And of course, that would negate the entire side of your carefully planned out argument. That, and I'm just talking out my ass because I, I did no research on this at all, so I'm just going to make shit up right now. I don't see how that's different than any other week, Chris. You just shut the fuck up, man. You know what? For once, that's a good idea. I think I will shut the fuck up. But before I do, I just want to remind everyone to make sure and come out to the live webcast of Are You Serious? I don't know the web address, but I'm sure it'll be on the Facebook group site or something like that. And if you're not seeing this show live, then you're really missing out. See Frank's what, unfortunate what? wardrobe choices. Just a cock ring in socks doesn't cut it. See Chris expose himself on camera to fuel his raging alcoholism. Hey, if it gets me free beer, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. See Frank expose himself on camera because he's, well, Frank. I've got a huge, you can't see this, but it's a long, big fucking... Put your dick away. <laughs> 
See Chris rant about foreigners. Show me your what? birth certificate, close the borders, deport every brown skinned person. See Chris and Frank look at pictures of ladyboys in Tijuana. We want that here. Honestly, guys, I could go on and on. I mean, I have like at least ten more clips I haven't even used yet. But I'm not going to do that. Thank God. I just implore everyone to come and see the live shows, because if you don't, you'll greatly offend Chris. Oh, you're just not going to do <laughs> it because funny. you're a racist, because I'm black. <laughs> Are you serious? This show is shit, and nobody should watch it. Like, you're a, such a conniving asshole. Oh, and I have so much respect you for you for doing that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> wow. Oh shit! Oh, you ever laugh so much the back of your head hurts? Ah, oh, that didn't yes. ha- that didn't happen this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we had a special surprise guest star for one word. Yeah, huh? <sighs> yeah, oh, I guess shit. he's kind of funny. Oh, he's he's got that down. He's got that down really good. Well, everyone has to be good at something, I guess. Oh, boy. Man, I look forward to finding out what that is for him. <laughs> so he could demonstrate some sort, of, some sort of proficiency at something other than, you know, that Shit. private time. That would be, uh, that would be good. So. Anyway, kids, um, what else? What else? What I, else I, we got? Um, Nothing. I'm good. I'm, that's I'm it. Good. Right? We're done. All right. Good let, night. Let Goodbye. No. <laughs> no, hold on. We got to do the, the thing here with the stuff. No, the thing with the stuff. Exactly. It's very specific, right? It is very specific. So it's uh, are you serious podcast at gmail.com. We're on Ustream. Go to the Facebook page. It's Facebook. And then type in are you serious. Yeah, and you'll, then, find, you'll find it there. And that's where all of the um, stuff is. <laughs> yeah. The stuff, the links for the uh, live show. Uh, it seems like for the rest of the month, we're pretty much going to do Thursday nights. Yeah, that works. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. All right, everybody. Have a great uh, week. Yeah. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com and go to the website. You can send us a voice message. And uh, that's that. Why are we in a video game?
still there? Ho, ho, ho. What do you think here? Are, are these atheists ruining Christmas for the kids? With only 28 shopping days until Christmas, that means, unfortunately, for Bill O'Reilly, there are only 28 days left in the war on Christmas. Instead of talking about the Romney transition team, as he had so hoped to do for the next month, Bill O'Reilly, like the swallows to Capistrano, is returning this year, as he does every year, to the only war he's ever been brave enough to fight, the war on Christmas. Like all fake tough guy conservatives, Bill sat out the war of his era, the Vietnam War. But every year, he bravely fights on the side of Christmas, in the war on Christmas, a war in which the body count remains zero, the injury count remains zero, and the risk of injury remains zero, which is precisely the kind of war Bill O'Reilly and other combat coward conservatives are willing to fight. Bravery is not a requirement for the troops in the war on Christmas, but crazy sure is. Well, Christmas all over again. Uh, the Grinch is trying to steal our holiday. It's been so beautiful. The nation comes together. We sing Christmas carols. We give gifts to each other. Uh, we have uh, lighted trees, and it's just a beautiful thing. Atheists don't like our happiness. They don't want you to be happy. They want you to be miserable. They're miserable, so they want you to be miserable. So they want to steal your holiday away from you. Does this guy look miserable? He used to be a Christian when he was a kid, but he's been an atheist since he was eight years old. And miserable is not the first word that comes to mind whenever I see this face. In fact, if you're feeling miserable and you're lucky enough to stumble upon Ricky Gervais on television, you have just hit upon the perfect mood adjuster. Atheists don't like our happiness. They don't want you to be happy. Ricky Gervais has been making people happy around the world since the first episode of The Office, the original Office, 11 years ago. Two years ago, Ricky Gervais wrote a piece for the Wall Street Journal entitled Why I'm an Atheist. It was published during Christmas week in 2010. And in the online comments section, Ricky was asked, how do you plan on celebrating Christmas? They want to steal your holiday away from you. Atheist Ricky Gervais' answer to how he planned to celebrate, celebrate Christmas was eating and drinking too much with friends and family, celebrating life and remembering those that did but can no longer. They are not looking down on me, but they live in my mind and heart more than they ever did, probably. Some I was lucky enough to bump into on this planet of six billion people. Others shared much of my genetic material. One selflessly did her best for me all my life. That's what mums do, though. They do it for no other reason than love, not for reward, not for recognition. They create you from nothing. Miracle? They do those every day. No big deal. They are not worshipped. They would give their life without the promise of heaven. They teach you everything they know, yet they are not declared prophets. And you only have one. Ricky Gervais' next line says, I am crying as I write this. That is not a miserable atheist cry.
crying. That is a loving son crying with gratitude at the memory of his mother and the size of his perpetual debt to her. He goes on to write of some specific, funny, and deeply moving memories of his mother, which I hope you will read. We will link to his piece and the comments at our website. If Ricky's been making you laugh for years, you owe him this one chance to make you cry reading his profound appreciation and understanding of motherly love. Ricky ends his answer about how an atheist like him will celebrate Christmas by saying, that's what's special about Christmas. It's when you visit or reminisce about the ones you love and reflect on how lucky you are. I hope you are with your loved ones at this wonderful time of year. That's what will make it wonderful. Peace to all mankind, Christian, Jew, Muslim, and atheist. Atheists don't like our happiness. They don't want you to be happy. They want you to be miserable. They're miserable, so they want you to be miserable. So they want to steal your holiday away from you. And what was Ricky Gervais' last line about Christmas? Peace to all mankind, Christian, Jew, Muslim, and atheist. That is something Bill O'Reilly and Pat Robertson and all their angry recruits in the war on Christmas could never say. They could never say peace to all mankind and mean it because that would, of course, include atheists and gay people and absolutely worst of all, gay atheists married to gay atheists. Bill O'Reilly and Pat Robertson could never say Ricky's simple Christmas wish word for word. Peace to all mankind, Christian, Jew, Muslim, and atheist. And that is why the happy atheist, Ricky Gervais, is actually more Christ-like than the reverend Pat Robertson. That's all you get, jerks!